The following episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast contains extensive use of explicit adult language. So hide the kids and listen accordingly. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. All right, folks, and uh, we are just going to get right into it. We're going to skip the formalities, skip the introductions. That's what the the man with the nice radio voice is there for. We're going to get right into it because we just spent, well, some of us more than others, spent massive amounts of time uh, watching, live blogging, analyzing the latest GOP debate. And we're going to do this episode in the style of our oh-so-popular feature, which is, of course, Libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor, and uh, it pretty much spells itself out. If you're new to the program, uh, I don't think I need to describe it in, in much further detail. Uh, is where we sit around over some adult beverages and discuss the news of the day in our little libertarian filter. And uh, the news of the day, of course, is this debate. We'll get into it a little bit more in a minute, but first, I'm going to introduce my Lions of Liberty associates, starting with the man to my left, Rand Analyst. Uh, what else are you known for in the world? Call me a Randalist. A randalist, resident like, randalist. Yeah, I'm a randalist, uh, a comedian, a satirist, a publicist. Everything that ends with ist, I tend to satirist. tend to gravitate towards. Okay, sadist, and, um, sadist. Yes, <laughs> that is definitely true. And uh, what are you uh, what are you drinking here today? Well, I'm drinking some Belching Beaver pumpkin spice milk stout as uh, in uh, you know warning with the season here. Okay, it's not bad. It's pretty tasty. I'm not what season? Lie. Beaver season? Yeah, beaver season. <laughs> It's always beaver season. No, never mind. I'm not going to make that. <laughs> what joke? Oh, wait. Who is that? Someone else is joining us. I don't want- <laughs> Out of order. Uh, it's all right. The order is no real order. Uh, that was the laugh of one Mr. Howie Snowden over in, uh, what is it, Leesburg, Virginia? Leesburg, Virginia. I got it right. Okay. Yep. Only known you for and, 15 years. Nice that I can find I am uh, drinking out of a Magic Hat Night of the Living Dead variety pack. Right now, I'm on a Wilhelm Scream Pumpkin Ale. <laughs> Drinking pumpkin ales. It, it is the season, man. Oh, you guys are having a little. Did you guys coordinate this pumpkin ale uh, thing? Or no? Nah, it's just uh, it's almost uh, Halloween. It is. I, I mean, man, I can't believe I'm going to say this on a recording, but I actually uh, I enjoy pumpkin spice lattes this time of year. Me too. They're delicious. <laughs> They're delicious, and I like pumpkin related drinks. So the thing I mean, that's horrible. I'm a fan of what you guys are promoting here. Well, what's yeah. awful is that in LA, it's been like 80, 85. And I still went and got a pumpkin frappuccino. Spice latte. <laughs> that you just turn it into a frappuccino. That's not oh. the same. I God, I, I just said the word frappuccino on air. This is not a good start at all. Maybe we can get Starbucks as a sponsor. All right. Before we forget, what if we just went the whole show? We just talked about frappuccinos and pumpkin spice, and never even brought in, <laughs> never even introduced our, our last guest, who is of course our resident legal counsel, who's still trying to figure out how live blogging works. Uh, one Rico, what's up, pal? What's up, Chabronis? Hailing from Ohio, but who knows where he really is. Sometimes he's in Thailand, sometimes he's in, like, Florida. I'm actually in the uh, Cleveland of Hawaii right now, as locals call it. Oh, that's right. Lucky dog. What, wait, what uh, is the Cleveland of Hawaii? What are they Maui. It's the vocal term for Maui. It's shitty for <laughs> Maui, then, I guess? Hey, bro, you're going to go, uh, <laughs> go some way to Cleveland? <laughs> Yes, yes, but, that's uh, where I'm at. That's my impression of a uh, local. How is it Maui. compared to actual Cleveland? Pretty much the same. Really? <laughs> yes. All right. Same Flowers weather, everywhere, beautiful people, women. Same beaches. <laughs> I couldn't even tell the difference. Their right. ocean is on fire there, though, instead of the river. <laughs> yeah, that's the only difference. Ocean versus river. Other than that, it's like being at home. 
All right. So, oh, and I should also mention what I'm drinking, which is uh, for some reason I decided to go d- dig deep into the liquor cabinet and pull out some Christian Brothers brandy. Which so, is, I'm usually, just drinking straight brandy, guys. I don't know what, what I'm thinking. Oh. That's usually reserved for another season when it is mixed with eggnog. Oh, yeah. Which is I'm probably why you one. have it. I think I have it from last eggnog. It, <laughs> might, it might be from our Christmas special. Actually, <laughs> or from our, our 100th anniversary. I think it was around the same time. I don't yeah. know. All these drinking shows really do add up. You can find them all at lionsofliberty.com slash podcast, where you can find all the past episodes of this program, as well as, of course, subscribing on iTunes. Can anyone else pl- name another way that you can uh, subscribe to the show? Anybody? Stitcher Radio. There you go. That's oh, one. Anybody else? The FM. What's that? Liberty FM. LibertyTalk.fm. That's close enough. Close you can enough. hear us on the weekends there. Okay. We'll accept that answer. Howie, got, I use, got anything? I use the podcast app uh, on my iPhone. Okay. That's yeah, iTunes. There you go. I already named that. But, just you know, go to a you public library. To next you're like a politician. Library. You're like, he said iTunes. I'm just going to call it the podcast app on my iPhone. No, no. It's separate. Yeah. I mean, I have an iTunes app and I have a podcast app. It's No, but it's through iTunes. <laughs> I mean, we can debate this all day, but it would really not make for great radio. Yeah, technically. Yeah, you're technically right. Thanks. Well, that's all up, I wanted to hear. If you um, come up to me and put your ear against my liver like a seashell in the ocean, you can also hear all these episodes because all the drinking has imprinted them heavily in within my body. That was weird. What? <laughs> you heard me right. Don't make me say it again. Uh, it always like I'm always like whenever he makes one of these jokes, I'm like, okay, God, I, I, I don't get it, but everybody else probably does. So I'm an idiot. Then everyone's like, what are you talking? And then I feel better because I realize, well, he's the idiot. The people at home get it. <laughs> Write in and voice your support for my bizarre liver slash seashell. What hashtag analogy. should they use for that? Uh, hashtag seashell liver. It did make sense. It made perfect sense. Okay. Well, moving along. Uh, speaking of making sense, or perhaps not making sense, let's get into this debate, guys. Uh, what are some of the top, I don't know, top stories coming out it of this It was thing? terrible. All right. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, my God. Was it a horrible debate? Was it just me being drunk, or was it the worst debate ever? The um, questions were awful. The answers were not based upon the awful yeah, questions. Yeah, let, let's talk about the questions. Oh, my God. Now, shouldn't you – did we ever say, ask what you were drinking, by the way? Mine? Yeah. No, what Rico was Oh, Rico. Drinking. Yeah, what are you drinking, Rico? I'm drinking a combination of things. I have, <laughs> oh, this should be good. <laughs> I was That's drinking terrible. Mai Tais as well as some uh, Longboard uh, Ale from the Kona Brewing <laughs> Company. So I'm drinking them all at once. And oh, You're just going full Hawaii. You're going to be so hungover with every, Mai Tais. Every word that sounds Hawaiian, he just grabs off the shelf like, oh, Mai Tai. Kona. But luckily, I have to work for 45 minutes tomorrow, so I should be able to Bust on through it. Let's not talk about your forty-five minute work days. <laughs> what, what would people about that think about that? Would they think? Would progressives think that you are you work too much for forty-five minutes? Would they call? They want people to have less to do work, less work, right? I mean, do I work more than Marco Rubio, or does he work more than me, or, or are we about the same? It depends on if you call what he's doing working. Is 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 talking about politics for two hours working? Because if that's the case, we're going to do it right now. Well, so. I think he's talking about his voting record. Yeah, is Marco Rubio just, is sitting uh, – does he even write any bills? Does he propose anything? I think he just kind of sits around, tosses his hand up once in a while, you know, every, every fourth or fifth vote, right? Marco, what would you say you do here? Because <laughs> – <laughs> Because uh, I don't see any 
votes. I don't see your name on any votes. So, well, no, I tell the staffers, and the staffers take the votes to the. Yeah, we could go on with this office space kid. I should probably just post uh, the link to the, the, the scene in question. Marco, where are your TPC reports? Hey, I should mention this is the 153rd episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Therefore, you can find today's show notes at lionsofliberty.com slash 153, including possibly the scene from the office that we just. Not the office. Office space. Office just, space. Way to ruin the flow of the show. I know. It's going so well. Well, let's uh, get back to Rubio, though, because Rubio. So it was yeah, the Rubio show. It was tonight, the Rubio no show. It. Every damn question, it seemed like, it was like every other question was about Rubio or Tor Rubio or about something Rubio said. You know, there are a lot of bait questions. Like, Rico, you said they're horrible questions, which I agree with. But they're all like these bait questions and constantly going at Rubio, who had, I think, 55 minutes tonight of the allotted two hours. Is that an official time? I don't know. These are not facts, people. Up. But let's see if the official times are up yet. Well, yeah, I want to know how much time up. Rand got because it seemed like two minutes. About, oh my yeah. god! Well, that's, that's the other story. There's two stories coming out of this. There's the guy they're promoting, which is clearly Marco Rubio. I mean, he was just like center stage here. Even even Trump and Carson, though they got a fair amount of time, were kind of like almost side stories. It's like this game they go through every time there's this election cycle. You see new guys rising up, and they're like, "Wait, we got to promote this other guy." Then that guy gets moved up the stage. Some other guys move down, and I don't know. I so it's just like they're just messing with our heads. It's and, kind uh, of ironic that uh, Marco Rubio is saying the mainstream media is uh, like the super PAC for the Democrats when it, they're – It's uh, funny, isn't it? <laughs> his super PAC tonight. Oh, actually, gosh. Howie, weren't you – like when I asked this question before the debate, who the mainstream media would say won the debate? Did you say Rubio? No, that was me. My claim to fame. I, I asked the same question earlier to Brian. I was like, who made that prediction? I, I like, said something else, but then when Brian said that, oh, I was yeah, like, you, you know said, what? I bet you're right. Yeah, you I said, agreed with Brian. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, he's got that, you know, Charles and Chargy look to him. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's like, Mr. Charming, look at me. I'm the young guy. I'm acceptable. Maybe they're deciding they don't like Trump and Carson because they're not establishment. So, you know, if there's one guy that is, it's Marco Rubio. It's clearly establishment. Him and him and Jeb were yucking it up about their history in, the, in Florida and, and all of that stuff. I thought everyone came off well tonight compared to how awful the moderators were. It was just the, the longer it went on, I just hated the I hated the moderators more, and I started to like the candidates more, even though you know I totally disagree with most of them on everything. It seems it like, like <laughs> it seems like CNBC even knew their moderators were bad because they had seventeen guest God, guest questioners. Go, go to the bullpen. Go to the bullpen. Oh, yeah. Go to the bullpen. I, like, they were getting matchups for the fucking candidate questions. You got Jim Cramer in there. You got uh, Rick Santelli, who I think is the best questioner. Ever, first of all. I mean, he, he was in the Kitty debate. We, by the way, we totally glossed over the Kitty debate. Uh, I'll give a 10-second summary. Um, Santorum family, Bobby Jindal, the Kitty debates version of John Kasich, and uh, Lindsey Graham wants to fight ISIS. And who is the other guy? Somebody help me. Uh, Governor Pataki. Uh, kind of looks like Elmer Fudd. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Lindsey Graham grew up in a bar, right? Oh, yeah. Lindsey Graham grew up in a bar. Thank you. Someone reads our he tweets. Did? Live blog. He said he grew up in the back of he was, they were talking about the back room of a bar. Somehow beer came up. I don't even know why. Oh, because they're talking about Bud Budweiser having like a, basically a monopoly on on the beer brewing industry. And um, then Lindsey Graham's like, "Well, if anyone could talk about this, it's me." Because uh, you know, um, I, my dad owned a bar. I grew up in the back of a bar. I pretty much know everything there is to know about bars. Hey, who was saying earlier? That- oh, you know what? No, there was a story today about I gotta him. Hear he this. was doing. Doing shots in this interview, yeah. And, uh, but how enlighten us with this? Enlighten us with this news about Lindsey Graham doing shots because I need to. I need to know about this. But before that, something that I didn't mention was before they were doing the shots, he was pouring beers for people, and apparently he has no idea how to pour a beer. And was just like all foam. <laughs> He'd be like, "Okay, who wants uh, this one?" Well, that's and not nobody, my president. Nobody would take it. <laughs> no one would want it. Disqualified. And, uh, 
But yeah, so I guess he was... Nobody would take it. They're like, uh, <laughs> What's no, worse, Obama it. bowling or uh, Lindsey Graham pouring a beer? He so, was doing shots with the reporter. He poured himself like a single and her a double. Shots of what? And, uh, what? <laughs> and then had his way with her. Isn't that basically like... Rape. That sounds pretty awful. But, uh, but, Here, uh, you I, take two. I'll take two. I'll take one, Rufy. You have two. Then the reporter had him playing uh, date, marry, or permanently disappear. Date, marry? That's the way they phrase it. So he said he would date okay. Sarah Palin, marry Fiorina, because with her money, she'd be able to support <laughs> the lifestyle he's accustomed to. And uh, so they're like, so you would permanently disappear Clinton? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't actually say that out loud. What news program or what <laughs> interview was this? Like, I want to be a fan of this website, first of all, or I, whoever... I, wh- Wherever read just from. a write-up of it on the Huffington We should Post. probably just merge with them. The Howie Sullivan well, I, I Dreamcast. I did send you a link to it this morning. I guess Howie, you, you see- sent six, 17 links. I'm sorry, but it's hard to click on <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah, every morning I, I we usually get the 45 gist. links from I get Howie. the gist of them. I click on some, but I can't click on all. Which I'm not saying to stop, by the way. I do love the links. No, but, we uh, need you. You're our newsman. I don't yeah. have time. We should have, you know what, Howie should come in every, at the start of everyone. Dun, and, just, dun, 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 and now here's Howie Snowden with the news. Just give him like. Today in MMA news, Howie, shut the hell up. That's the way it would go every day. What is, what, is there, what is there in MMA news? Do you want to give an update on your man Nick Diaz while we're here? Yeah, Since actually, so he was uh, going to – he was suing the Nevada State Athletic Commission, which I have no idea why the state is even involved with sports. But apparently they're coming to some settlement agreement with him since the whole world is against their decision. And uh, he'll probably be back next year. Well, now, that, now that's a good segue. Ew. Speaking of the state being involved with sports, uh, what's worse than the state being involved with sports, I don't know if it's worse, but it's different and annoying too, is is the involvement with sports gambling or all gambling and the involvement or the attempted involvement with Daily fantasy sports. I guess they're only targeting daily fantasy sports. They're, they're not. They're cool if you're in a weekly league. No problem there. But if you do daily fantasy sports, yeah. So this came up as a question, and the one good thing Chris Christie has ever done in a debate was shut this whole question down and yep. be like, "Are you serious? We have all these serious issues talking about. Really, like this is an actual political debate, and you're talking about fantasy effing football." And and that was after Jeb Bush basically said, "Yeah, we got to regulate it because it's gambling and gambling." Yep. And claimed bad. that his team was seven and zero. After claiming his team was seven and zero, oh, I predict his name Bush. But it's okay no. every year. <laughs> Slam dunk. But um, but it's okay if you play fantasy baseball as long as it's not for money. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's the way football, it all started. Whatever. You just sports. wouldn't admit that it was for money in the beginning because that and was you how know you got it's around for, it. At least for drinks later right, or yeah. something. Come on. Well, it's like who Nobody cares anyway? It's now because it's big business. Who the government plays has for to nothing? get involved. So, but it's like if it wasn't like if it wasn't uh, regulated so much anyway, people would just be doing this all over the place. It's like these two big ones have it now. But oh, heaven forbid people are all over the place playing fantasy right. football. It's like, who cares? Oh, what no. What's the problem? Well, well, I guess they're concerned that maybe, like, the mob will get involved and start, you know, breaking players' Well, that's exactly their... what happened. Yeah, the legislation in the beginning was to get – it was, oh, wait, it was, really? the, it was to up. protect uh, athletes, collegiate athletes originally is how this whole ban on, on gambling got started. Rico, you're a big gambler. <laughs> What's your I opinion? I thought you were going to say, Rico, you're a legal expert. <laughs> no, he is a huge gambler. Okay. I don't so, know about huge. I seven just... million in debt. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be, but I worked my way out of it. But but 45 what, what, minutes a 45 day. 45 minutes a day at a time. I'm working my way out of it. <laughs> What's the question? No, what your take is on... Oh, God. I don't think there was a question. I think you <laughs> no, just no. said, talk about gambling. I wanted I wanted Rico's take on the whole... Uh, the legality of fantasy sports and what your take as it is as my as our legal expert. Hey, what time well, is it in Hawaii, by the way? It is... I don't know. Um, I think 5. <laughs> 
p.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, That's not. It's six hours behind East Coast time. So you were doing some serious day drinking today. <laughs> it was probably um, one or two well, when you started. I didn't get done with work until 10:30 a.m. So you know I had that going. All right. <laughs> Let's move on before all our listeners just start to loathe you. French work week. I mean, start. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Your French work day. That was a good remark from Jeb. I'll give him points for that. That was pretty good. You didn't get enough laughs from the crowd. I liked it. I know. I I was like, I even tweeted and and said, talk about that on our live blog, which you can follow every time we do. Jeb actually had some pretty good quips tonight. It's like people want to say like George Bush they elected him because like you know I could get a drink with him. I could get a drink with Jeb. I just don't want to be my president. Yeah, I could. I could could play fantasy football with him. I can get a drink with him. I actually thought he said a couple of decent things before he, like, said that the government should regulate fantasy football. Which, before that, yeah. Yeah, before that. But I thought he was doing all right. Now, let me look on my notes on my phone. Let's look see. at this guy taking notes. I also notes. was looking at notes on my phone to see what he said. Did Howie, did you take notes? Did you, no, but you know why they say uh, <laughs> fantasy know. sports is legal? It's why? because they say because it actually it's a game of skill. Right. And uh, it doesn't... <laughs> It's so not. A lot of things. So it doesn't have to do with the outcome of any particular team or event. So it's not like someone's going to throw it. So then, why are they going after it now? Right. Okay. Well, one, it never money. Me. Why yeah. can Las Vegas have sports books, but no one else can? Yeah, because it was but, written in. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You probably know. That that doesn't make. I, I don't know. I mean, oh, I'll, made, I'll tell you. It well, never made any sense to me. Like because there was just a challenge that got. I think Delaware was trying to have sports. Books. Yeah, Jersey. Or Jersey, and and they said no, you can't have. Well, how can Las Vegas have sports books and New Jersey can't? Oh, it's the biggest crony capitalist thing ever. It's what happened was they when they first made the law, states that already had gambling going on, like I think Delaware or, or Maryland has an exemption because they had some sports um, lotto type of setup, and Vegas got an exemption because they already had the industry there. But it's like, why can two or three states have that? It's it's insane. It's complete favoritism. And it makes no goddamn sense. I would personally love it if every state could have own sports books. Um, if Cleveland or Ohio just had a bunch of casinos built, and if they had sports books, I would uh, go there much more frequently than I do. But I mean, it's neither here nor there. Uh, they should be allowed, You should be allowed to bet if you want to. I mean, the whole uh, mob is going to cap. You know, break someone's kneecap if they don't shave some points. That's that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, you also, know? but they might. And also, no, how much know. how much legislation can be based upon a tiny minority issue? Hey, so a couple of knees get broken. Big deal. There's more knees. I mean, look, uh, two kids get their knees broken because they're complicit can, in, in throwing a game, right? Anyway, and now yeah. nobody can gamble anything. Instead of just letting the police handle it or saying, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't do this or shouldn't throw games," it's on you, buddy. Well, no, no. Let's uh, let's make gamble on sports illegal across the country but because how, how is it legal in vegas and nowhere else because they get a uh, exemption they, it was written into the law they had yeah. an existing exemption because sheldon <laughs> Allen adamson is sitting there paying people off and paying off donald trump Rico, you need you need to have a talk with carly fiorina about uh, crony capitalism she'll uh, explain how this all works to you she has not returned my text messages recently oh <laughs> Once bitten, twice scorned. Is that a thing? She unmatched me on Tinder. Aww. How about that? I couldn't believe that on a debate they're actually talking about crony capitalism. They're talking about auditing the Fed. They're talking about uh, monetary policy. Yeah. Uh, Did Carly bring up crony capitalism? She was the first one to bring it up, right? Uh, 
I don't. I know she's the one who like gave a definition and explained in like first grade terms to everyone. What yeah. it is. I think she did. What was by the way? What was the topic? I know Rand didn't break in and and force the issue. Um, like he had to at one point to get some damn speaking time. But what was the issue he forced his way in on? Was it the Fed or what? Did he, did they address him on that after Cruz mentioned him? I think it was his tax plan. No, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, he said, if I don't, if you don't mind, while we're talking about you know flat tax plans and fair tax plans, uh, care if I. Yeah. Oh, and the moderator's response is the best. He's like, you know, people have been breaking in all night. She's like, oh, well, that was at moderator's discretion. And it's like, well, yeah, well, if you're at the discretion, I'm never going to speak, am I? Yeah, well, yeah, use your (laughs) discretion. He's saying, yeah, so use your discretion to let me have 30 freaking seconds to mention my damn tax plan, which is better than anyone else's. Whether it is or not is debatable, but I think it probably is. Yeah. Considering Carson sounded better when I first the first time I heard it when it was 10%, but then he said, oh, that's not a real number. I was just basing that on the tithe thing. From the Bible or something, so I don't, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Hey, how come? You know why? They, why didn't they not bring up that Ben Carson used to try to hit people with hammers and like try to? Yeah, them? right. Or the Popeyes thing, right? <laughs> if that's it. even uh, true, I don't even know like how that's like really. He, I heard it from him. I, I don't know. What's yeah, not like it's this. not like a rumor being spread. He said he he Ben Carson actually said earlier this week or last week he said something about how he. He used to, to like try to go after people with hammers, and uh, I don't even know what it was in the context of. I guess being, being, low, being low energy is worse than uh, he's like. I don't know low energy. I used to go after people with hammers. <laughs> I almost, uh, maybe yeah, that's I why he's. Back. Oh, it was in reference to his energy level. Yeah, he was trying to dispute that he's not low energy. He's like, no, I got he tons so of energy slowly. when it comes to th- you know, throwing hammers. At so people. fucking boring. Oh God, I know. There's no way, right, that he could possibly win an election. Am I crazy? Can Thank you imagine God. how long the State of the Union would take? <laughs> Just his swearing in alone would be two days. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm at the Carson. point, though. As long ben as Carson could, anyone, do it, could do a one paragraph filibuster. I, I think as long as it's anyone than Hillary, I'm going to be happy. I really don't happy? care as long as it's not her. Will you really be happy if it's Chris Christie? Not happy, no. <laughs> well, here's a question for you guys. Let's let's ask this question. Now, Rubio tonight, he's he, look, he's not the best on every issue, but he was doing all right today. He made some logical points. Would you About guys... Uh, let me look at I was too distracted by his beautiful See, hair. Look up your notes on your phone. I, wh- what about the part where he, he unloaded his $68,000 retirement account? A, that's really dumb because it was probably an IRA. And he, like she said, she had to incorporate, incur $24,000 in penalties. That's weird that he, they're looking into that info, first yeah, of all. That, that was a weird question. Yeah. Was- I'm also like glad that his retirement account was only 68000 It makes me feel a lot better yeah. than mine. Um, so, what, I mean... All my, I don't all, think I have a point there. I just all my, it was weird uh, unfortunately, all my notes are snarky on Rubio. That's fine. Bring the snark. What show <laughs> do you think it, you're I thought on? I about man? taking notes, for, but then I decided yeah, to just keep drinking for, instead. For example, all of Rubio's problems can be blamed on the liberal media, including his finances and his herpes. The liberal media one. that spent a two hour debate, like, right, kissing up to him. Stage. Oh, Rubio, Wait. by the way, had the line of the debate. That by far the line of the debate when uh, they asked about some uh, his final statement. He goes, "You know, what I just want to say, yeah, you know, people are talking about us having eleven candidates. We have eleven good GOP candidates versus none for the Democrats." And Who I thought is that was the eleventh guy? Oh uh, God, maybe he's including. Uh, yeah, there's only ten up there. Taki or Rick Perry who dropped out already. Santorum. Did you know that the analysts after the debate said that uh, Lindsey Graham won the debate, the first debate. 
the little bit that I saw, I think that's probably right. Yeah, I mean, I I'll, when I saw him, he looked like he was just talking about like growing up in a bar. I was like, all right, at least you seem like maybe okay. You think his dad just embarrassed though? Going back to that that the way he pours beer, he's like, really? I raised you in a bar and you pour beers like that? <laughs> like I literally raised you and all I did was pour beers. And you don't even know. I know how to pour a beer. Eleven years on the streets. You know, o- overall on this debate though, I don't think it matters at all. No one made any huge mistakes. No one was. Did anything awesome? It was just. I think Kasich uh, you know. killed himself in this debate. I think well, he came. I actually the, liked him for the, for I the, the I, time, No, no, no. I think I, I'm saying in the broader right. context of the GOP field, I think he killed himself. I think he came across as way too liberal on a lot of issues, and I think the the GOP base just be like, nope. I don't think the angry, bitter thing's going to play well with people either. I kind of liked mean, it. I was, I was agreeing with the stuff he was saying, but it's like, oh man, don't say it like that. People aren't. Well, you he know did, what? He he looked really he like open? frazzled. Yeah, I know. He looked he looked crazy. He, he looked like flabbergasted. Like like ah, like place? this is last stand. Last he stand. cannot believe he's being beaten by Trump and Carson. That's exactly what it is. He really can't. He's he's, <laughs> he's actually blown away that he's been has like you know twenty years as a uh, congressman. He balanced the budget. He's the governor of a state that's doing pretty well by many metrics. And he's sitting there. Ben Carson is like you know fucking barely getting his way through a sentence. And Donald Trump is just like smirking and mocking everyone. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? How are these guys beating me by a ton? By yeah. all of it? Like I have like one percent." Am I taking crazy pills? That's one plus. <laughs> he did that one. The one thing that really bugged me that he did was he was asked about legalizing medical marijuana because they were in Colorado. And he goes, you know, because we're in Colorado, uh, tell us about Bob. And he goes, well, you know, about that, uh, there's a lot of problems with the addiction. And then he just goes off into education. No, no, no. For, like, he made yeah, a comp- no, no, be- before that, he said, you he, know, I would send the wrong message to kids. We have yes. problems with people ODing from drugs. Right, ODing. You know what? No I'm one reading? is ODing from marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I want to hate the legalized marijuana. The OD rates on prescription painkillers are way down. Yeah. DUI rates drop off a cliff. Arrests drop off a cliff. I would I would venture because I wrote an article on this that if the prescription abuse rates are down, I bet heroin abuse in states of marijuana is down too because people get addicted to yeah. opiates that they get through the government a disability and then they get addicted to heroin because they can't afford to buy the pills once there's a uh, prescription that's run out. Yeah, and you're thinking you're not allowed to get the prescription the pills once the prescription right. runs out. Exactly. Oh boy. That's right. The, the tangled web we weave. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I wanted to hammer Kasich on that because he seems like Captain Reasonable for, you know, a lot of the time, uh, except that he looked like he was on meth, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then he says that, like sending mixed messages to kids on drugs. Well, I mean, are, are you, you – do you support alcohol? I mean, that's a mixed message if you're fine At with At least, that. though, he has said he wouldn't have, like, the federal government stop a state to decide to do it like Christie. Christie's the worst on this oh, issue. Absolutely. I agree with insane. that. insane. Yeah, I mean that's that's a new level of worse when Chrissy's like, even if states decide to do it, screw them. What is he going to do? Send yeah. Is he going to send in the troops like I, to shut down? Well, they've done it. I mean, Bush did it. Obama. It happened under Obama. They literally sent in you know federal agents to raiding marijuana dispensaries. So yeah, I guess he could and would do it. Yep. Do you want Good to talk times. about? Well, just one. Well, actually, one quick thing on Kasich. I already. I'm already over that fancy baseball moment of yours, Christy. Your marijuana stance has got me back to hating you. Yeah. Well, hate, goodbye. Well, no more mentioning this guy. There's more to hate him on too. But oh, one okay. thing. I okay. Well, let's bring this up because I have a note on this too. Uh, and I know Mark and I were both. We were. We were sitting in the same room watching the debate. We were, as we often do. 
Hands and on each other's thighs. We both great. were gasping in uh, in shock and, and horror when Chris Christie said, he goes, you know what? We don't work with uh, with energy of the government. Because they asked him, like, how is government going to uh, provide? You know? no, he said, I don't, he's like, you know, saying he he's not for subsidies. Well, they but called him out on something. I want to work went, with them. And he got all angry at the, at the moderator for interrupting him. Remember that? Yeah. And then he's like, would the government uh, be funding, you know, looking? Because he goes, I want to look into all energies. They said, would the government? He goes, oh, you know. Got all pissed off. But then he goes, no, no. You know, in Jersey, we worked with the private sector. It's like, yeah, but that's just government funding the private sector again. That's just crony capitalism again. Like, what are you talking about? It's the government working with the private. Just get out of the fucking way. And and you know what working with? It's it's, like you said, it's it's code for crony capitalism. And that's a theme I heard throughout the night is basically a lot of people not saying it but saying it and at least carly fiorina i almost forgot about her because she was man the last time we had a gop debate they promoted the hell out of her and now she seemed like an afterthought again i mean she had a couple i mean maybe she answered the same amount of questions as rand i don't know if it was that much more but um she got more because she butted in a lot more yeah and she brought up crony capitalism in my only issue with that was that it didn't it was unrelated to the question that she was answering. She just ignored that and Always. whipped out her like index card, her pre-prepared script on current capitalism. But at least she has mentioning the term. I mean, that's more than anyone else does at all. Even Rand didn't didn't bring that up. But I mean, talking about current capitalism, every time I hear the word incentives, that's why I heard this so much tonight. Kasich, we, incentives. We have all these incentives. Huckabee, we need to have incentives about mm-hmm. this and that. Okay, that's every time that you hear the word incentive in political context, it's just replace it with crony capitalism and you're good to go because that's exactly what they're talking about. And about half these candidates were actively promoting it. Yes. Agreed. Uh, I actually have a question for Howie. Oh, this, um, this should be good. Because oh, I'm looking at my phone notes. And I remember Chris Christie talking about war hero General Petraeus should not have been, uh, you know, how he was unfairly charged, blah, blah, blah. What? He, Petraeus didn't even go to prison. Right. He should have been in jail. Do you remember the part of the debate? No, I must have missed that part. He should yeah. be in jail, though. He, yeah, he was a war hero, according to Chris Christie. Petraeus. Howie, from your, your area of expertise, uh, why don't you just tell us briefly what, why you believe that General Petraeus should be in jail? What was his specific uh, crime? Um, he gave classified information to his girlfriend. Right. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, are you? No. <laughs> as no. far as, as, far as I know. Hero? Apparently. Yeah, and why is he a war he a hero, hero person? He was a hero. Look, uh, Petraeus is a war hero just like Chris Christie personally ran into the flaming buildings during 9-11 to pull people out. <laughs> and then he prosecuted with his fist the terrorists. <laughs> How does he get away with saying that he became, like, the prosecutor or whatever the job was, like, the day after, the day before? Oh, because it was all in secret court, you know. He was a liar, basically. Yeah, he's full of it. Visa court? Because he's full of it. Yes. I'm sure he's prosecuted people on terrorism-related charges. Well, no, no, but I mean, this happened like a couple months later or something. He got the position, but he's like, it was the day after (laughs) 9-11. Oh, yeah, he's really lied about it. Yeah. He just said, yeah, I was appointed the day after 9-11 for this reason. It's the the proverbial day. Yeah. It's a a (laughs) metaphor for the, uh, you know, whatever. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about... Ted Cruz and tequila and pot brownies. Yeah. That was a surprising statement. Where that was a surprising like, statement. I was like, what? I, I think he was trying to be like, haha, I'm so good at tissues. I would never do pot brownies. But that's actually not how it came across. It came across like, I just did a tequila, and I'm not sure when this brownie is going right. to come in. 
<laughs> That's how it came across to me. But. Well, what about uh, the dynamics with him and Rand? What's going on? Rand wouldn't criticize him the other day well, in the interview, and now well, they're one. Mister uh, McWilliams uh, oh. mentioned this to me while we were watching the debate. Yep. So why don't I let you lay out your theory? Yeah, I'll, I'll lay it out there. So in the last pluses and minuses, which you can find at linesofliberty.com forward slash Rand. Yeah. Uh, I discussed this. Well, so in a recent well. interview, he was being you know pressured to say you know talk about Cruz and the differences between you know it was like A policy and B policy or recent because Rand had said that Cruz was done in the Senate a couple months ago, um, you know which is fine. He probably is done in the Senate. So what he's recent, done though. He's got like I mean it's well he's got to be there for like this, four more years. He's so, doing I mean, this push. And he's saying he's like his, he won't get reelected or he won't get his constituents uh, have abandoned whatever. him. People forget things. Yeah, they whatever. do. But anyway, so Rand had, had you know made that remark and then they they're pushing him more. And they're saying, you know, talk about the difference between you and Cruz. Talk about Cruz saying this because you guys are competing for the Liberty vote. And Rand refused to talk about him and got all pissed off at the reporter for even asking about Cruz. And I think, especially based upon tonight's debate, they have a handshake agreement in the back room to not say shit about each other. Because Cruz complimented Rand on stage tonight. He did. He said, I was happy to sign on to Rand Paul's audit the Fed bill. And, and he Rand complimented his, like, tax, and his plan. tax plan. And yeah. Rand was like, yeah, thanks. Love the Ted Cruz here. Signed him. I'm like, what are these guys? They were best friends when they first started. You know, Rand, right. Rand endorsed Cruz and all that stuff. And, and he uh, helped him with the, the drone filibuster. Right. Even Ron Paul endorsed Cruz at the time. That right. was back in 2012. Before his foreign policy went uh, way Before things more, got but, awkward, yeah. Yeah. But um, now they seem to be rekindling the romance, I guess you could say. What a ugly well, baby. Let's, what is Rand Paul's future? Because I don't think he really, obviously, he didn't get a chance to do anything today. No. He got about. Yeah, and that was very time. clearly, like, I mean, they just made the decision screw this guy. Because you can't yeah. just say they were, you can't even just say that they were going with, you know, the guys the lowest on the totem pole, which was Rand and Kasich by the polls and on the ends of the stage. But Kasich got a lot of questions. Yeah. Kasich got a ton of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Rand got, and then I, I was listening to CNBC and they're like, Rand Paul, you know, did not capitalize on them. I was like, well, what is he supposed to do? Run down and, <laughs> and, and start yelling crazy shit, like, so he could get some time? I mean, yeah. they said, when he tried to interject, they said, no, you'll, you'll get your question. Yeah. Yeah, and they, so, I mean, I, they literally went like thirty minutes without even. Had, they didn't even have him on camera. It's almost like they were shooting no, it, so you forgot he, he was wasn't there. Wasn't even in the angle, and they'd show the candidates. It was it's always like shot just from cut off. when it was next to him, so you couldn't see his head. <laughs> it was weird. So, it's like, well, we have this debate card here, so we kind of have to follow it. But let's just like really <laughs> ignore this. So, guy. I mean, w- what does he do? Because he's not going to get any questions, so no one's really going to care about him. I mean, other than the the, the niche kind of libertarian community who's watching what he says and, mm-hmm. you know, does he correspond with what he should be saying? But, I mean, if he gets no time. I'll tell you what. I, I, the, the I think one... he knew. Oh, go ahead, Mark. No, Sorry. no, you go ahead. I talk all the time. I, I think he knew this was going to happen. He's banking on his uh, filibuster tomorrow. That's what he's going to use to try and to get his attention. why he was sure to mention it, too. Exactly. He's going to be yeah. in Which was statement. good, but it kind of annoys me when people don't answer the questions they're asked. Well, I think well, that was, was a, it was a closing statement. statement. No, no, they no that was like, the very, so very first question. Weakness? What's his weakness? And he's like, oh, I'm going to filibuster tomorrow. Oh, because he mentioned at the very end. I missed the first couple of minutes of the debate because I was driving uh, back yeah. to work. Question and debate I have to work a full day like most people. <laughs> they asked, like, what the candidate's <laughs> biggest weakness was, and I think only two of them answered that. Everyone else just 
decide to say oh, that. Yeah. Nobody so, answered that question no. at all. It just makes Putting me so... the very first person. <laughs> I, I actually like Trump's answer, bizarrely, just living in Trump bizarro world. He's just like, I'm too trusting. I trust people, <laughs> I trust people too much. Like but, then, but then he's like, but then when they crossed me, I never forget. <laughs> and I could not forgive them. And he got like all like intense. Trump, it was just he, like, he sounds like the villain in Johnny Dangerously. He, he is. My mother. Slap me once. He is evil Biff Tannen from the fake, the uh, the alternate 1984, 1985, and Back to the Future 2. I'm starting to think he might actually be able to build the wall. I don't know if it's just because he keeps saying it over and over and over again. What? It would be funny if he just funded the wall. Like, he's funding his campaign. What if he's like, you know how we know we can afford the wall? I'm funding it. Here's a check. (laughs) 300 billion. I liked it how he was like, let's let's eliminate super PACs, which, look, I'm not necessarily against that, but it's like, of course you want to eliminate super PACs. You have all the money. You don't need to raise money for anything. (laughs) You're right. So all it does is that you. He hasn't been using his money, though. Well, that's the amazing. This is why Trump is dangerous. I mean, I don't think when it comes time to actually spend money, he's got it, and he has not had to spend anything yet because he's getting so much damn media attention just by being Donald Trump. So, I mean, if he wants to stay in this, he's probably, I mean, he's going to have a ground game because he's going to be able to pay for it. He's going to have a media campaign because he's going to be able to pay for it. And if he's really serious, if this is not just some publicity stunt to have, you know, ratings on the next season of The Apprentice be the highest of all time, which they will be if he's not president, that's a fact. Yep. Uh, if it's not just for that and he really wants to keep going with this, it's going to be tough to fight him in terms of all the metrics. I mean, and he's leading the polls, too. So, I mean, I, I don't know if those polls are going to ride in Iowa and New Hampshire. So we'll see. But He's got Mike Tyson in his corner now, too. And now he's got Tyson. So he's pretty much He's got the face tattoo vote locked down. He's got Tom Brady, <laughs> Rape, The rapist wife-beating face tattoo vote is pro-Trump. Who else? I think that Too much felons can't vote. Trumped up. Oh, yeah. Tyson can't vote. <laughs> Tyson can't cast John Odermatt, Felony Friday author, gets his way. He just might be able to. By the way, let's that. just remind the crowd. John Odermatt's not on this, but let's just remind everybody. His daughter. No, we Rubio. can't. We already spent his name's one. Ruby, and his we last name's Odermatt, spent. so she Come is on. We already Ruby did this Odermatt. once. <laughs> now he's going to hear it. She's going to be listening with him while he, he hears not, it. That's what he gets for not participating. And then what's going to be funny is when she finally says her first word, it's going to be Rubio. Rubio! Mark, you should. You, you, I think you need to have Mike Tyson on the podcast to talk about this. Hey, if you want to serve as my agent and book him for me, I will gladly speak with the man. Um, I can look into it myself, too, but I'm not. What's the tie-in? I gotta have some kind of liberty tie-in, even if it's vague. Uh, we still want to hear what he thinks about Trump. I don't Our know. rape laws, uh, should those be, exist? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, that sounds like a good way good. to segue to healthcare, since those people might need all it. Right, all right. I want to bring this one thing up, which I thought was so ridiculous. And for the record, I do believe rape should be completely illegal. So uh, just <laughs> yeah. so that can't yeah. be taken the wrong too, way by too. anybody listening Let's clear that up. at all. Clear that up. Thank you for Put that much. in the show notes. <laughs> in big bold letters. Mark no rape. does believe that rape should be illegal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to bring this up because it was so – such an absurd statement. So Mike Huckabee, they're talking about Medicare, right? And uh, – and, and I think Social Security as well. So they're talking about it all in one. And, he, and Huckabee's statement, he's like, you know what the problem with Medicare is? The, the big diseases use all the money up. And then he goes on some sun tangent, but he wraps it up being like, we need to cure diseases. And I was like, 
That's your Great. that's your plan. Yeah, I agree. We should. Good idea. Who's this we? We'll put all our top men on it. Huck, like what the fuck are you talking about? How would be great at that? The government. They're so awesome at like getting stuff done. Yeah, they usually get things done and efficient. And let's put them in charge of this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what its point was. Obviously, if you cure diseases, things are better. But you know, the thing hampering innovation and research that would help cure diseases quicker and find cures are all the the regulations, the FDA, right? Um, the AMA, all the regulatory body, the cartelization of the medical industry many of the things i discussed this past week with my guest josh umber did you guys listen to that show yes yep okay i know i know everyone but brian did that's how this, that's how this goes <laughs> brian reads the show notes i did actually no i did listen i know i know i wrote the show notes up for that i actually i listened to about uh oh yeah that's right okay all right so you all get points you all get points for that uh, but anyway, I'm not just trying to plug things. By the I, way, if I was just going to try to plug things, I would plug my interview with John McAfee coming up this Monday on the Lions of Liberty podcast. Attack. So yeah, now does John he have McAfee? Does he have a lot of money like Trump? Like that he can fund a lot of? Well, I think he sold McAfee antivirus in the early '90s for During like bubble. for like seven billion dollars or something insane, and I think he spent a little of that money. But uh, <laughs> I think he's got some money. Castles made of cocaine. I don't know if he's got Trump money. Um, I really don't know actually, but he's got money. I mean, that's for sure. Anyway, we'll talk about. Well, I don't know. Maybe we can spend two minutes talking about John McAfee. Why not? Don't I don't, I don't need away. to talk you're about gonna, these. You're going to spill anymore. the beans. No, no I want to no, see no, what no. you guys think about it. I'm not going to give anything away. I don't know what you know. I know nothing about his position. Yeah, I'm going to wait till I hear your interview. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll I, table all McAfee discussion until the next time we all talk after the interview. Airs. Yeah, I, I got to listen in on that. All right. Anyway, did, we got did our you hear? In. Did you hear? Like uh, on an unrelated note, everyone talking about the seniors. And how we cannot, I mean, obviously you can't. Just All say. I heard was kill old people when he was there. I love no, when gonna... Rand was like, look, they're just, we're going to have to raise yes, the age and look, this, some people are just going to have to die. No, he well, didn't say that. I mean, he didn't say but that. But that's what I was talking about the other day when I said it's the most motivated voting block in society. Yeah, it's they, senior. And they, they're literally voting for their lives. Yeah. And if you cross them, you're kind of effed. Yeah. So. You know, anytime you talk about entitlement reform, you've got to, like, like almost every other candidate said, well, they, they, you know, and they have paid into the system. So let's spend a minute talking about this this entitlement entitlement reform issue because it, it is a kind of a tricky one. It's not that straightforward because, look. People were sold this thing. They're forcefully have the money taken from them all their lives. I mean, I was talking to my dad about this a couple of weeks ago. He's like, you know, I, I understand all the reasons people talk about age limits and all that stuff. But he's like, you know what? That's my money. They took that money from me. I had no choice. I want it back. Like, I don't like to hear they're going to cap it and, and means test me. And if I made too much money in life, I can't have that money back. And I think there's a valid point to that argument. Uh, the problem but is... But there's not, though. That's The problem is that's the... But there's what not. The? But okay, the pro- no, no, no. Well, let me, right, someone let me else rebut that for me. Th- me that money is gone. It's like oh. it's like you got yeah. robbed, and now you're going to rob somebody else to have nothing to do with it to yeah. make up for it. Right. Th- there's another point that no one ever talks about on stage with entitlements is a large millions and millions of people get disability benefits who have paid nothing into the system. Really? How do they get that? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> who would enable such things? I don't, just unscrupulous people. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know them personally. Are they in Hawaii <laughs> right now? <laughs> <laughs> they, some, I'm sure some of them are. I'm sure but one they, of them are. They get, I mean, I, I don't know how many hundreds of millions go to this 
you know, people that don't pay into it or people that have paid into it for five, 10 years and get disability. But hey, if you're 30 and you get disability, you get disability for the next 35 years and doesn't that, until your retirement age. Doesn't, and that, that, your, um, doesn't that make it even more of an outrage for like people that did work the whole time and did have to pay into it? They, they're talking about them not getting it, but the people on disability that didn't pay it, they're all going to get it. Well, guess who the people that are getting it are voting for? And it's not going to be Rand Paul or uh, Rubio. My dad or might vote for Rand Paul. But most Bernie of them, Sanders? Most well, <laughs> the people that are getting disability at age 25, yeah, they're not Rand guys. Paul fans. No, oh, yeah, those guys aren't. No. Well, that's the problem with, with overall <laughs> entitlements sure and benefits for everybody is that at this point in time, I think statistically something it's more than 50% of the United States is on some sort of government assistance. So we're past the point of no return. Where if people are motivated, they want to keep their money, which, of course, people are, they're going to vote in mass to keep all this shit coming. And it's just going to keep everybody in date. Yeah. We're going to be basically slaves to the system. We're the worker ants providing, you I know. Mean, there's no way to pay all these obligations. There's literally no way to do it. It's, there's hundreds of trillions of dollars when you include the future obligations. And it's impossible. America's going so to go to China, put side. all their money on black at a casino, and then hopefully we win big. On the bright side, even though they're going to keep on voting for it, at least it's going to eventually collapse. Well, they're just going to keep it. I guess. <laughs> the bright side is they'll all be on the street then overnight one day. That's- no, I mean, the money will go- come from other sources. The uh, retirement age for people will keep going up. The cost of living. I mean, there, there's all types of things that where it can kind of be gradually phased out. Where The money you pay you're not going to get back. Like, obviously, any... And if I do, it'll be in inflated dollars that are nothing like what the ones I pay in. And I don't think anyone talking here is counting on Social Security retirement in years as uh, some kind of income statement. I should just get disabled. I should get injured. That's what I need to do. Well, I guess you should. (laughs) (laughs) I might might have a good Almost everyone I was in the Army with gets, like, some kind of disability from the Army afterwards. I don't get anything. Well, geez, they probably actually deserve it, if if anybody does. No, no. I mean, people... I mean, I I, I don't want to... Okay, well, I should (laughs) phrase this carefully, but... Phrase carefully. There's a... a, uh, Because we're not editing this thing. It's getting pumped out in a couple hours. There's a large segment of of veterans, and, and obviously a lot of veterans are, you know, injured and have kind of wartime injuries and impairments and everything, but there's also a lot of people that get substantial amount of benefits that I've encountered that have basically nothing wrong with them, but they get a substantial amount of monthly benefits that, you know, perhaps they shouldn't get. I don't know. Because it helps if you're a veteran too, to be able to, I guess, make that claim. Yes. Although I'm sure many have the legitimate claim. Yes. Like anything, there's a lot of people that are legitimately, you know, have a severe condition and, you know, no one begrudges begrudges them for getting, you know, benefits that they should get. But there's also a large percentage that really kind of scam, not scam, but kind of get more than. That is questionable. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Questionable is a good term. But anyways. We I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to help you out here. We should probably move away from this topic before I say anything bad. All right. So. Anywho. Um, let's try to just sort of wind this puppy down and start to look at the actual ramifications of the events of this evening politically. Because that's what we do. We're political analysts, professional political analysts. We've worked, we've worked more than 45. We just hit the 45-minute work, so we've already doubled Rico's workday. 
Just <laughs> God damn you. I'm sending a bill. We're working overtime. Work out. Kirsten's going to send me a bill. Lawyers, that's all you guys do is send bills, right? And lawyers. Anyway. His bills, if, he, if he's billing in California, they get sent to my address, actually. Oh, so you can That's actually... a true fact. <laughs> I looked through all of his mail. You should have been a divorce attorney. <laughs> Could I have helped you out? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying they make a lot of money. Let's Rico, talk about how he's divorced. Rico, it's not too late. Minutes. I'm getting yeah, married yeah. in a year, so yeah, yeah. I get that three, four. Yeah, I think that was one of the three conditions <laughs> how he had about coming on the show. No divorce. Maybe, you, maybe if you put down a retainer now, you get a discounted price for. If well, you that's a good idea. Like that is a good idea. That should be a service. Like you can like hire a lawyer, like put a retainer on before you're like when you the day you get married. <laughs> but like it's a way at a discount, you know, because you might not get divorced ever. But if you need it's, it, like no. you, that's like a future bet on gambling, right? Yeah. Kind of ties together. It's like you know. Hopefully, I don't. But if I do, you know, it saves. Is your money. team going to win the World Series? Am I going to get divorced in two years? <laughs> and then the lawyers would have like a lot of extra money from all the clients that didn't get divorced, unless like way more get divorced than they just end up. You know, who doesn't get divorced? Right, everyone does. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Anywho, except Ryan. Yeah, no. <laughs> of course. Well, no, he'll be the one exception. Of course. Oh, sure. Anyway, um, so who do you th- who do you guys think? Let's go around the room. We'll do. Uh, you can answer two questions at once, and uh, I want you to say who who do you think came across the best to the general public? You know, just not the not the little niche beard neck bearded libertarians, <laughs> just that are just like cranky about everything like us. Oh, but uh, the actual regular people that are going to end up going out and pulling pulling levers out there. And um, then who do you personally think came across the best? Or who do you? Who's your favorite candidate right now? Which might be easy, but I don't know. Maybe I'll be surprised. So let's start with Brian. All right. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think Rubio, even though he was getting a million questions that were all negative, I think he kind of spun them well. He came across as sounding fairly intelligent, and uh, I think he made pretty pretty decent points at the time. So I think the general public will will uh, adapt and adopt Rubio into their hearts, and. The person I like the best, I mean, obviously it's going to be Rand Paul, but he didn't get to speak for uh, for shit. So I'm trying to I'm trying to look through my notes to see if there's anybody else that really I put a lot of. And, positive you know, the funny stuff thing is that for. the funny thing is I really I like Rand Paul. I mean, I want to hear him speak more. I don't think he should be censored, but I. Him being ignored makes me like him more. Is yeah, that weird? Exactly. Because I'm like getting mad and fired up. I'm like, come on, let the guy talk. Like, it makes me angry that they even see him as any kind of threat, even though he's not like the bombastic bomb thrower that Ron was when it comes to this stuff. And yet they're just like, nah, we're just going to not even talk to you. So, and then I'm like, no, he's, he, oh, he must be dangerous. He must be a real threat to the establishment. And then I just get mad and I think, well, maybe he is really, maybe he's great because they ignore him. And why else do they ignore him? Well, he as he great. he's getting more libertarian as he's going along the campaign trail. So and maybe that's why they got to clamp down on yeah. this well, stuff. Well, hold on. Like, if you guys can think back four years ago, I, I can't remember. <laughs> Impossible. But- there was definitely not ten candidates on the. No, debate. there were five. Is I that all there was? I can't well, remember. I mean, I think there was like seven or eight. I mean, they never had a kitty debate. That's for sure. No. I think there was like seven or eight. Then eventually, I know it whittled down to like towards the end. There was just like Ron Paul and Ron, Romney and yeah. uh, whoever the hell else. And there was like four. And Ron Paul still didn't get any time. Santorum hung out till the end. Three or four people. Yeah. yeah. And he was ignored with four people on stage, yeah. which is impressive feat when you have like, compared to the eleven on stage now. Right. I mean, think how hard it is to ignore well, Ron Paul Ron for, for a one. whole two hours with was, four people. There was that one debate with like eight guys, and he got thirty seconds. Or no, it was an eighty-nine second debate. I remember the number now. It was a specific like eighty-nine second thing. He got exactly eighty-nine seconds in an hour and a half or two-hour debate, 
And Ryan did not get that much more than that tonight. No. I mean, it's more than 89 seconds probably, but I don't – I mean, closing statement, opening statement, two questions total asked to him during the debate, and he and had one interruption. one interruption where he got to talk for 30 seconds. So it can't be that much more the way I see it. But right, what, what about you, Howie? Um, yeah, I don't think anything major happened, good or bad for anyone, but the two people who probably helped themselves the most, I think, would be Rubio and Cruz, and I think the ones that hurt themselves the most would have been uh, Huckabee and uh, Kasich. What's, what's, what was Huckabee's big detriment, do you think? He just... Nonsense comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is a detriment. It's like he could have just... I don't know. I mean, he didn't... The bar wasn't high here. He just had to not sound like an idiot i'm ready for one or two of these guys to get shuffled out let's bring up let's bring up some new talent from the minors let's send down john huckabee john huckabee uh mike huckabee and uh i don't know i kind of like Kasich, but the problem is everybody else is saying that too and they're looking at ray and paul like shuffle well, ray yeah and that's paul the out. problem if i say shuffle someone out it's going to be ran because he's the one guy is saying something different on stage none of these people ever say anything real anyway they all kind of make claims like Kasich made a claim it's like i want you know no taxes on small business then he moves on it's like what, what do you mean by that how how? Why? Yeah, like, okay, great. I'm all for it, but explain yourself. Well, in fairness, it's hard to explain your positions in 30 or seconds or a minute to some you know, extreme detail, but if, hey, they gave him time. Um, and so who's your favorite, though? Who's your favorite guy right now, Howie? Oh, still, Rand. Still Rand. Yeah, of course. Rand, yeah. All right. That's probably just a pointless question. Yep. <laughs> probably all going to say it. <laughs> but uh, all right, Rico, what do you? what's going through that, that mind, that, that Hawaiian, and back down in Hawaiian, Hawaiian Cleveland, Cleveland of Hawaii, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I don't either, um, man. <laughs> it's, it's brandy. I don't recommend it. It's weird. <laughs> She's um, a mind girl. <laughs> well, one, I don't think, I think the debate was completely a complete shit show because the questions were so bad. The moderators were so bad that nothing good could happen out of it. They were just it was antagonistic. Just, they, they were horrible. They were stupid. The questions were horrible. I mean, it was just mind-numbing how bad the questions were. So like, I think every candidate was just kind of dealing with the crap that was thrown at them. So it's hard to make any kind of opinion, you know, judgment about how they did. I, I didn't mind some of Kasich. Um, I, you know, there's a couple things that I didn't like so much, but I think he's, he's kind of reasonable. I, I wouldn't vote for him so much, but over anyone but Rand, I would. I think, and I think Rand has really kind of more embraced the libertarian philosophy than he was at the beginning. Like now it's no, no debt raise, you know. I think that was his big, big focus. God, that's but, just a logical, you know, position. You don't right. need to be a libertarian to say, look, it's ridiculous to keep raising debt and raising debt, although most uh, people I seem mean, to think it doesn't matter. Who else Who else is, you know, talking about that? Yeah, nobody. And I by think, the way, good, very good point about the, the questions and how you couldn't even get really – you couldn't really get into anything because the candidates weren't – you know, sometimes they go at each other a little bit. But the questions were so skewed about – they'd ask them about a certain thing and needle them about one quote or one issue. No, they're it asking did not ba- matter. They're asking Ben Carson about how he appeared on the website of some, for some product that he – you know, right. I mean, it's like, who gives a flying and, shit? And this, this was the question or this was the point I kept trying to live blog, but I didn't figure out the technology. But <laughs> Too many much as. <laughs> when CNBC was asking about weaknesses, perhaps they, their own weakness they should have cited as fact-checking because <laughs> all their facts were wrong. And, and the, you know, at least four different questions, they would ask questions and the people would say, I don't know what you're talking about. And they would say, 
well, where do we get this? And they would say, I don't know. Is it up? <laughs> oh, yeah. say, I love when Donald uh, Trump, that is one I moment. Know. I like that we barely talked about Donald Trump because usually we talk about him a lot. But he gets enough press, so it's okay that we didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I did like when Trump came in and was like, uh, yeah, I didn't say that ever. So where did you get that from? He's like, I, well, I, I, oh, wait. I, had, I had one Trump note, and it was a good okay. one. Donald Trump talking about how gun-free zones are counterproductive, and that's where a lot of the shootings happen, how they should not exist. Yeah, but does he support complete open carry or complete carry rights? Because he gets to carry. Because He actually said that he welfare. carries. He, he, he said, said he, he carries. for his employees carrying. I don't know if he said. I don't think he got into pure, like, total no, open he's carry. He's for his employees carrying, but they don't because they are in New York. And in New York, you right. cannot open carry. You cannot not open carry. You can't carry a weapon, period, just like here in California, basically. Right. Although they have concealed carry permits, but no one effing gets them except the very, very, very connected people. And he is one of those connected people, which he admitted to. He even said, yeah, I'm, not many people can get them, but I have one. And good for him. I don't blame him for trying to get one. Uh, it's logical to want to be able to defend yourself, but um, the Anyway, fact- gun-free zones. Yeah. Agree to disagree. No, because like this that. is a real thing because his, his past <laughs> positions on guns are not all that great. And I'm not sure if he actually presented him with a law that would allow other the nation to to carry that he would support it and i'd like to know if he would but i don't think he no, would. it's a good question that cnbc would never ask of no, course they not. only ask about uh no, they ask about uh, draft games all right donald you bought a pack of cigarettes the other day that had a camel on it are you racist against islam <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yes but not for that reason okay uh so is your is Rand still your favorite guy though uh Oh, yeah. I, I think he's moving more toward, like, I think at the beginning he was trying to straddle the line between appeasing the, re- the Republican base and libertarians, and now he's just saying, no, I'm libertarian. Yeah. Or more, more towards that end of the spectrum. From my point of view, the one guy that I think moved up in my mind a little bit, not that I would vote for him or anything necessarily, or no, I definitely don't think I would, but Chris Ted, Ted Cruz came across <laughs> a little better than I usually think of him. He that. did. He came across a lot better. Maybe it's just because he brought up the tequila and the pot brownies, so uh, maybe he's just tugging at my heartstrings. Oh, it's because they didn't talk about foreign <laughs> policy or medical marijuana. Oh, yeah, because he didn't, didn't get into any of the things he's terrible right. on, they didn't, so yeah, that's didn't, why. If they had um, just a medical marijuana question to him, you'd be like, hiss, Ted Cruz. Quite hiss. possibly correct no oh, he seems looking to, at uh, he seemed not too upset about colorado having brownies so well, that's why he had to he had to joke it off this they would actually have to He's get like, even though it. i jail you for it the crowd in, in colorado would probably been like boo now they're come on zero <laughs> percent of the gop debate audience is of the same crowd that buys weed in colorado that's the fact well if you live in colorado if they're gonna buy weed there i mean yeah. No. Although I would recommend probably getting high for the GOP debate next time, no matter what state you live in. We all need to do a lot of ecstasy next time. Um, that's illegal. No, I just, I mean, it is illegal, but hey, what is it nowadays? Well, like, everyone's and the great, war on drugs, man. damn it. Everyone's um, great. We'll have a Burning Man GOP debate. We're just like, I'm just like touching my computer screen and like <laughs> staring at it, not talking for, there's no words for five minutes at a time. I just want to rub Marco Rubio's giant earlobes. Um, oh, they're so fuzzy like a peach. So, and then, uh, yeah, so I thought Tankers did a little bit better, you know, for what he is. But uh, in terms of who the public will see better, well, I think Trump will still be better because they like the outsider and he was just kind of his swarmy 
you know, self. He went after the moderators a lot, which I liked because they deserve to be gone after. As did Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson did too. Both the outsiders. Uh, I mean, to me, Ben Carson never comes across well, so I don't think he did good. I agree. Then he goes up in the polls, so I don't know. How? Who is supporting him? Right? Can we just talk about? I I, I know people. I know a bunch of people who do. Why? He sounds like a fourth grader. He sounds like a fourth grader that's even reporting class when he speaks. He sounds like an idiot. And all he ever says is what he's actually saying because he sounds so stupid. Every single issue he says, well, now that I've had more time to think about it, which, I mean, okay, in, in a way I do respect that. People should have time to form Right, it's like, now, yeah, just know I'm going to flip-flop But it's almost like, issue. how old are you, man? Is this the first time you thought about politics before, right. and now you're running for president? Like, maybe you should take some more time. And, yeah, uh, and, well, no, like, he flip-flopped on the, uh, what was it, uh, entitlements, right? Or, God, what was it? Take he notes on your on, phone and you remember. I just deleted them because I thought we were done with this. You deleted them? <laughs> I what? just deleted the notes. Who, what, do, you, do you really need to conserve space on your phone that badly? I don't know. I like to conserve space on my email. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at the CNBC poll results for who won. All right, let's um, hear it. And then we'll they have off. Trump won 41%, Rubio second, 15%. This is like their online poll or something. Yeah, Carson third, 12%. But those Cruz, are the people that got to talk. Cruz exactly. fourth, eight percent, oh, and yeah. then Paul and Kasich are tied for fifth at five percent. And we got Bush only got two percent. How could we got? 1%. Oh yeah, did we even mention? Yeah, we did mention the. Fiorina only got four percent. I don't think Jeb Jeb was horrible. Except you know, for- if, if his name wasn't Bush, <laughs> we might. Not hate him as much as we do. No, that's a very good point. Because he doesn't actually come across that badly. I mean, I know his policies I don't really like, but I mean... Oh, here we go. He almost is like a Kasich. If you just forgot, if if you pretended he wasn't a Bush, he would be similar. He doesn't seem like... He wasn't horrible. He doesn't seem horrible, but he probably is. Hold on, guys. I've got a a breaking news update. All right. We officially have the time in. It's going to shock you who spoke the most, actually. Here it is. Carly Fiorina, 10 minutes... That really? yeah, because she broke in every five seconds. They would be like, you know what they need? They need to like to cut people's mics. By the way, it drives me nuts that they let them keep speaking and speaking and speaking. Yeah, Fiorina, ten minutes thirty two seconds. The next up, as we said, Marco Rubio, center of the debate, ten minutes ten seconds. After so he that, got more questions directed at him, but she basically made up for it by chiming in a lot. Right now, I, the next one will really shock the living hell out of you, Mark. You can see the screen, guys. Guess who the next one is. Go ahead, Howie. Rand Paul. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, completely incorrect. Guess what the, the next amount of person has the most speaking time. I'm not going to be shocked. Rico, what's your guess? Kasich was, like, close. Boom! Yes, Rico nailed, nailed it. it. Wow, good this job. Guy. And he was, he was at, wasn't he 10th out of those 10 people? As he far was, as yeah. Yes. And he got 9 minutes of 42 seconds speaking time. Trump, 9 minutes 26. Christie, Fatty Christie, who is also at about 1%, 8 minutes 30 seconds. Huckabee, 7 minutes 39. Cruz, 7 minutes 34. Carson, only 7 minutes this time. Bush, 6 minutes 39 seconds. They say Paul had 6 minutes and 15. It is so hard to believe. Which that I Ron, find impossible it, to believe. It is so hard to believe that Rand Ball had 45 seconds less than Ben Carson. There's I no feel way like I watched hell. a half hour of Ben Carson and 30 seconds of Rand Paul. You know, Rand Carson Paul actually wasn't on a lot, This though. actually makes me want to go back to the debate and actually sit and there with the freaking timer and see where these, these jokes yeah, of the time came from. I don't think, Maybe the, it's I don't right. think that full not, time can be right. No, it's not. There's there was I mean, I don't, I, I don't see how minutes. it could be. And, but Jeb Bush spoke way more than Maybe Rand Maybe he was talking backstage before they started. They started, they hit the time. <laughs> they started the clock? They're like, no, start Rand's time now. I'm shocked that Bush had that little time, I guess. I, I thought he had more, too. Well, anyway, there you go. All right. Well, Speaking of time. That's according to NPR. Rico sounds like he's got one more thing to say. One more thing. Do you think anyone is going to drop out before the next debate? That is a good Kasich. question. Kasich will. 
I don't think he will. I'm calling it right uh, now. A couple of the kitty guys. So mate. frustrated. He, no, he's I don't gonna... care. I mean, I don't care about the kitty debates because they're, they're kind of irrelevant. But but by the next debate, you can't. If they're going to do the same way where you have ten people and well, no, don't I don't think Chris will make the cutoff next time. His numbers are going down. Christy may drop. I think Kasich will opt to drop out. Fiorina will not because she's the only female candidate. Yeah. So she'll stay in. Huckabee, I could see dropping. No, nah, he wants to stay in this thing. He has no he's chance. Fired up. He has no chance. Yeah, he I already he already ran and lost. He should drop out. Uh, the rest of them are going to stay yeah, in. Yeah, I don't think I don't see any. I don't see Carson or Cruz or Trump. Anchor. No, definitely. Not. And Rand and Rand already said he's not dropping out. Yeah, I don't think Rand's he may not make the debate. But Rand's going to make it to the Iowa. Call. He's going to stay at least through that Iowa caucus. Yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about it. Exactly. That's where he's got all his time and money and all his you know his legions of college students. Um, all right, we're done. Goodbye. Excellent. Yeah, it's about an hour. <laughs> the people are getting the people are getting tired and restless. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll do the one thing we always do, which is remind everyone to. Well, first of all, remind you guys to come back, subscribe to the show in all the ways we mentioned earlier, and make sure you do not miss my interview with John McAfee this coming Monday because he is a freaking fascinating guy and he's running for president and he's better than everyone on stage tonight except maybe Rand Paul. They're so different, I can't even compare them. But if I if I don't vote for but Rand he, Paul, he's had a more I, fun I, life than Rand. Oh, he's. Definitely had a more fun <laughs> life than Rand. I'm sure Rand's had some good times. Hey, Rand did have the Aqua Buddha days. Aqua Buddha! But uh, no, he's had a ridiculous life, uh, John McAfee. And uh, this interview is amazing. So uh, please tune in for that. And until then, folks, you guys going to join me? Why don't you all just live long and live free? And free Nick Diaz. <laughs> yes, and free Nick Diaz, guys. Howie literally paid us to be allowed to say that, so we have to leave it in yeah, Gather together, make a troop, go with torches and pitchforks to the jail and bust him out. He's actually not in jail. No, he's not in jail. He's in UFC. Vegas, though, there he's in the body. Free Rand Paul. Free Rand Paul should be the hashtag. Free Rand Paul should be the hashtag. But then again, then they'll just throw those stats that we just read in our face and say, actually, well, he's, pretty, he's only 45 seconds less free than, than Ben Carson's. So. But Ben Carson talks so slow that his seven minutes is like 45 minutes. so boring. What it just seems longer like when about him. <laughs> Can you imagine a book on tape by Ben Carson? Oh, my God. <laughs> Longest car ride of your life, man. Oh, ben Carson really reads good for falling asleep, though. <laughs> ben, ben Carson reads the phone book. The longest possible book on tape is Ben Carson reading War and Peace. <laughs> Boom. Bar We're out. Peace. Peace out. Contact johnny53 at gmail.com.